1: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Fire up for pro football. That's what we call a stacked lunch. Mm -hmm. This is Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad. Wouldn't kill you. We play some competitive sports once in a while, wouldn't Would that make you love me? Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Welcome into hour two of
3: Football Sunday right here on The Fan. Mike Lynch is not with us today. It is Rashad Taylor, of course. Joe Fisher running things here today. And Rashad, we got a hot route. What's here? Audible. We have some Pac 12 football next weekend. Okay. This what happened about thirty minutes ago. Just check the Twitter timeline, but Pac twelve letting everybody know we got some more games besides Washington and USC well, next right. weekend. So well. we got a we got basically a full slate here: uh, Washington State, Utah, we got Stanford and UCLA, Oregon versus Colorado being played at USC, okay, uh, and Arizona State at Oregon State. And then Arizona at California to be determined because California is going through some COVID protocol stuff right now. So I was questioning about a half hour ago. Is the Pac-12 season over? No, it's not. We get some more games. So so why is that game at USC? I have no idea. (laughs) Maybe because, uh, I mean, Washington at USC. uh, And that's still the Pac-12 championship game also. Washington at USC. So
4: everything else, these are like you know, just like ancillary, extra,
3: extra games. You no, know,
4: yeah, these are the the losers bracket games. <laughs> okay, very good.
3: I'm, uh, I mean, like I'm happy because you know we're getting more Pac-12 football. Well, does this mean you're actually going to watch it? Because
4: I'll, I'll be honest, I'm. I know. Okay.
3: How can you have a conference championship game when conference play isn't over? I don't know. It's that's
4: that's <laughs> it's super strange. Like right. So I don't college football is obviously incredibly re- regional and so right now that we know that there's really no chance for Oregon or for Oregon State to really win like I've kind of lost interest and I know I'm supposed to be because I'm kind of a sports guy but I've I'll be honest I've, I've lost a lot of in- interest in watching the Pac-12 and then it's just such a I feel like this is just such a clumsy season and just nothing has worked the way that you wanted to and it's hard to you know, playing around something like Corona, which nobody really knows anything about, you know? And so it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird season. It has been, I'm glad there at least are some more games, but again, what do they mean? What do they mean outside of a money grab at this point? Because you've already set up that, you know, these are your, these are your uh, contenders for the Pac-12 championship. You, you've already told everybody there's no real chance of you being able to progress or move forward. If you're Oregon State, you already know that there's no opportunity to go to a bowl. If you're Oregon, pretty much you, same thing. No, like, I mean, unless you win, was it six games, which they only played five, you know, like, so I'm not sure how the bowl eligibility is working out for, for anyone because it's six games to make a
3: bowl, right? You have to win six. Uh, I I don't think there's any eligibility this year for. Yeah. And there
4: there are no bowl. So there's no, there's no nothing. Pac-12
3: it's normally. Yeah. You got to have at least a 500 record. Yeah. So there's,
4: there's nothing to play for at this point. So, uh, you know, if I if I am somebody that you're potentially looking at, you know, going to the league over the next little bit, like, do I really want to potentially hurt myself in this last game if we know we're not going anywhere and not doing anything? Probably not.
3: And someone on the text line does make the good point that these are all crossover games as far as conference mm-hmm. goes. So it's all north versus south games. So this isn't going to affect any of the standings-wise as good. far as for the Pac-12 north and south. So I guess that's why you get your championship game against Washington and USC but um i mean like i said i mean i i think i said at the end of the uh two segments ago it's like i'm glad the season is like over because of all this mess and but now i i guess i'm somewhat happy that these guys get to play a little bit more i mean good I for mean, them i mean if, it, if but, it
4: meant something i would feel much better about it but the truth is none of these games mean anything
3: that's true for, like for, if it's a, you know if it's a regular season and they're like you know what for the hell of it we're playing 13 games this yeah. year. it's like dope give me more i want it But at this point, it's like where honestly things aren't really getting better around the country Mm -hmm. either. It just keeps going up and up that you're just making. I mean, again, let's just call it. Let's put a bow on it.
4: Yeah, that's what they should have done in the first place and just wait until the spring and wait until, you know, vaccines came out. People were able to, you know, partake in those. But, you know, let's make our money instead, which I get. You got to feed your families. You got to, you know, got to buy buy gas for your yacht, you know, which is expensive. So, I understand.
3: Pac-12's got to pay the light bill somehow in their uh, big old headquarters there. They're a million, you know, the $3.4 million homes. So, you got Oregon at Colorado and then Arizona State at Oregon State. Uh, Arizona State only playing one home game this year as well as Washington State. They're going to Utah to play their game. Uh, Saturday, 10.30 a.m. kickoff for Washington State at Utah. Uh, Oregon, Colorado, that will kick at 6 o'clock. On Saturday in Oregon State, your Pac-12 after dark on ESPN, Oregon State versus Arizona State. They are going to kick off at 730 there. And again, Arizona at Cal to be determined. Um, Cal, I'm sure, wants to play. Arizona, I'm sure, doesn't want to play. My my God, 70-7 to in their last game against Arizona State. Kevin Sum- Sumlin getting fired, by the way.
4: And also, let's can't go
3: old, can't go on five. Let's also uh, remind ourselves that there were a lot of Duck fans that wanted uh, Kevin Sumlin hired to be their head coach when that job opened up a few years ago.
4: Yeah, a lot of people that you know were really angry that Kevin Sumlin. That he was not hired, didn't didn't get hired. (laughs) But you know, (sighs) good great players can cover up a lot of you know a lot of blemishes that you have, and Kevin Sumlin is showing uh, at Arizona that he was a a good guy. But sometimes good guy doesn't mean great coach. No. so,
3: All right. So we had that hot route there. So next we are going to get to the Eagles benching Carson Wentz, going to start Jalen Hurts reportedly for the rest of the season. Got to get to that. And we are going to also punt on hate it or love it because I'm just, I'm just juggling too many things over here. We got pac 12 schedule changes, trying to do updates, trying to host here. It's just, it's, it's done. We're not doing it today. And we will talk about some potential coach changes around the NFL, Hey, you get some updates on some of these NFL 10 a.m. games going on right now. It is football Sunday. Hit us up on the text line 503-250-1080. Rashad and myself right here on 1080 The Fan. Hey, my loves, it's Verite. We could all use a little more music in our lives. That's why I've partnered with your local Toyota dealers to bring you an exclusive live stream performance on December 22nd. When you register, you'll also be entered for
5: a chance to win a virtual meet and greet with me after the show.
3: I'm really excited to be performing for you and I can't wait to see you there with Toyota.
1: Let's go places. Listen to Kelvin. What he's about to say could change your life. I'm 6'2", and I was about 290, and I lost weight
0: fast. I trimmed down now. I'm about 235. I'm probably at about oh nine, maybe 10% body fat. That's great. I lost probably at least 60 pounds in probably three and a half, four months. Color of my hair is coming back. Skin looks better. Um, obviously gaining muscle. My muscle mass is coming back. Thank you for providing an awesome product. Somebody who actually has and does what they say they will. That's awesome.
1: That's great, Kelvin. Losing that belly fat in less than four months is outstanding. Since 2004, Andro 400 has been changing men's lives, like Kelvin, and can help you lose belly fat, gain energy, and improve your lifestyle. We guarantee it. Go to andro400.com for more true testimonials, before and after photos, and special discounts. Only available on andro400.com. andro400.com.
2: Are you curious about who offers the best deals on top-rated Samsung, LG, and Sony TVs? The answer is surprising. It's not online. And it's not the warehouse clubs. The best deals on top-rated TVs are at Video Only. Don't believe it? Then check out the trade-in deals at Video Only. How about $500 for your old TV? Try doing that online. Before you buy that new TV, drop into Video Only. If you don't, you'll be sorry. Papa Murphy's. We make it. You bake it. You decided to upgrade your
5: outdoor deck. So you order the essentials a power washer, a set of patio chairs, and a shiny new grill. And you use your Bank of America Cash Rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping and up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member, which you put towards your most essential deck addition a bird feeder. Apply for yours at bankofamericacom more rewarding. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. You're ready to get back into yoga, so you order the essentials. A non-slip mat, yoga blocks to keep balance, and an exercise ball. And you use your Bank of America Cash Rewards credit card, choosing to earn 3% cash back on online shopping and up to 5.25% as a preferred rewards member, which you put towards your most essential yoga gear, noise-canceling headphones. Welcome. Take a deep breath. Apply for yours at bankofamerica.com slash more rewarding. Copyright 2020 Bank of America Corporation.
2: Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan.
3: Welcome back to Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad. Sands Mike. It's Joe Fisher here leading things.
4: For those who don't know what sans means, it means without.
3: Yeah, I mean I'm not gonna I
4: got that from Shakespeare.
3: I'm not gonna chastise you if you don't don't know what that means. I <laughs>
4: might, like you're, you know. See, if you're in your 30s, then and you don't know what sands means,
3: well, I'm not 30. I'm 28. That's so even it.
4: even more. If you're in your the, the oh my gosh, what's wrong with Brady? Like what's what's up with the Buccaneers, bro? I don't get it. They should they should be so cold.
3: Yeah, I, a lot of weapons. That's for sure. I don't know what's going on there. That is uh, very very perplexing. Uh, is it coaching? Is it maybe that you have a 43-year-old quarterback? I think it's the 43-year-old quarterback. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think he's ever really been that good. Well, one <laughs> team that has a quarterback. What? <laughs> what? I was just going to transition there and then realize what you said. What are you talking about? Uh, Stop. I say funny things. Yeah, Patriot fan over there. Anyways, speaking of quarterbacks not doing good. Cam? Jesus. Jeez Louise, man. Like,
4: I was okay. so excited to get Cam because, again, he gives you such a different look as a quarterback and – yeah, yeah, we look different. <laughs> if losing is a look, then that's what you know. That's what we're doing right now. What so. a
3: week to week like transition. Blowing out the Chargers, what forty two nothing, and then going on Thursday night and and losing twenty four to three. Can't do a damn thing. That's
4: that's that's Cam Newton in a nutshell. <laughs> I mean, seriously, for being yeah. for being honest, outside of Auburn, this is Cam Newton and really who he is. Man, great this week, not so great the week after. Very true.
3: All right, so earlier in the week, it was official: the Eagles. Are starting Jalen Hurts at quarterback. I mean, where do you even begin with this? Because Carson Wentz, man, I all I, I will say this as a Cowboys fan: nothing is go- is making this season any better. Hey, there's a defensive touchdown for the Cowboys right there. That's making there things a go. little bit better right That's there. Ten well, nothing. It's not helping our draft pick status, but uh, it's making the Cowboys season much more bearable, knowing that the Eagles are just as garbage with their starting quarterback that they drafted number two overall and gave millions of dollars to and are now basically stuck with him. Will he get better? We'll see in time, but Carson Wentz just encapsulating this season, what it's been by getting benched for Jalen hurts. And now reports from Chris Mortensen saying that players and team sources believe that that's that they're going to ride with hurts for the rest of the season. I mean, what do you have to lose at this point? I mean, you're two games behind in the division, behind Washington and New York. Your team is depleted on the offensive line. You don't have a ton of weapons. Defense is, they're not playing as good as they should. They have some good guys on that defensive side of the ball, and they should be much better. I mean, they should be better as a whole, the entire team. But Carson Wentz, man, benched finally in Philadelphia.
4: Man, it, it couldn't have happened, should have happened sooner. And I remember there was a point in the you know in Carson Wentz's career where we were saying that, He's probably one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league. You know, he's he's tall. He's got great range. He could, he can throw the ball. You know, he has a, a good delivery on the ball. Like Carson Wentz looked like the prototypical quarterback, you know, and then he got hurt. And then another dude win, won a Super Bowl for you. Like, to be real, Carson Wentz has a ring. He's got a ring. But to me, that ring is about as, as valuable as Lamar Jackson's ring is. Mar Jackson, exactly. He doesn't have one. <laughs> <laughs> that cuz while you were on the oh, team okay, I see and why why while you while you were on the team and while you were there and you won the MVP and all that stuff, like truth is, that super that Super Bowl run didn't have anything to do with you at all. Yeah. That that you beating the Patriots in the in the uh Super Bowl, that had nothing that to do yeah. with Carson Wentz. You know, that was Nick Foles who came away as the Super Bowl MVP of that game. You know, and so Wentz since then hasn't been able to to really shake those, those, I guess, when you get hurt, a lot of times, like, some guys just don't come back the same because I think a lot of times you're thinking about trying not to get hurt again, trying not to be in that situation, whether it's to not disappoint your team because you don't want to go through that process of being hurt again. But, like, Derrick Rose, when he came back, Derrick Rose, for a long time, was just different. Like, not the same explosive, you know, dude that he once was. And it took until, really up until this year for him to really be back to a point to where it's like, okay, there's Derrick Rose, like a little bit. Carson Wentz has never gotten back to that. This year, as a quarterback, he's been pedestrian. Do you do you do you know they scored more than 17 points one time this season? I believe it. One time, it was the first game of the season. They scored 23 points. Since then, they've scored 17 in a loss, 17 in a loss, 17 in a loss, 16 in a loss. That's not gonna get it. You're you're getting a you're getting a touchdown a game, maybe, and I and I don't really know what else you can you can do at this point. Benching him at this point is the only thing you can do. Putting in the young kid Jalen Hurts, the young bull, and just to see what he can do, you never know. You know, you look at the the success that Kyler Murray's having, and I don't think Jalen Hurts is as good as Kyler Murray, but Jalen Hurts showed that in a Kyler Murray th- uh, type of offense, he can be legit. He showed that his last year at Oklahoma. Where did Jalen Hurts? Where did uh, um, Kyler Murray go? Oklahoma. There you go. So it's not that he can't do it. Not that he that he can't play. And I just think it's a matter of him being able to get his opportunity. And I think this may have been the last we've seen of Carson Wentz the starter. And he costs too much. and You can't trade him. You know, really, that's that's a, that's a big that's a big price tag that comes with Carson Wentz. You know, for the next year or so. So you can't really trade him. So what do you do? And if you cut him, you're out sixty mil. What do you What do you do? You keep him on the bench just in case things don't work out. Because right now, I don't know if you're you're not you're clearly not paying Jalen Hurts as much as you're playing Wentz. So keep him around. Team morale, obviously, some of his teammates still love him and stuff like that. But at this point, you're not going anywhere. This isn't where you want to be. Let the young bull Jalen go in there and, and and see what you got. But I, do I think he's going to be much better? Probably not now. It's going to take him a
3: while. Well, and then this brings up the question of who who do you blame in all of this? I mean, if you've watched the Eagles play this year, you, you've you seen Carson Wentz play terribly. I mean, it, it's I, – I hate the whole, well, it's the team. They're not putting the right weapons around him. And, you know, I get the offensive line to a point also. Watching Dak this year before he went down, you, you need a good offensive line in this – league to do anything. I mean, when you don't have a good offense, look at Russell Wilson a few years ago when he didn't have a good offensive line. He was running, scrambling for his life. And luckily, you had a quarterback that athletic and skillful to be able to do that and get out of those situations to extend plays, run, be on the move, and then hurl it downfield. But Carson Wentz, his decision making is not that of Russell Wilson's at all. And you've seen that on display this year. The it Just the choices he makes with the ball holding on too late, where he's throwing it. It's just he's, I think Mike even said it last week, he's somewhat like uh, Sam Darnold just seeing ghosts out there. That game against Seattle at the end of the game, he threw the ball to no one. Throwing to invisible receivers. Literally right to the Seattle Seahawks player. Easiest interception of his life. Have you seen um, the longest yard? Yeah. Paul Crew at the end of the game
4: where he was just, man, throwing, just purposely trying to throw the game. That's what it feels like Darnold. Is doing sometime, and honestly, as I watch Wentz more and more, I just feel like he's you're purposely. I don't want to say you're trying to throw this game, but put Brucey in. You know, just go ahead and let uh, let Jalen Hurts come in <laughs> and 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 do his own thing, because that's how I feel right now. This is it's it's hard to watch. Really, it's hard to watch any NFC East right now. And that's that's with no offense to you as a Cowboys fan, it's tough. None taken. I'm a, I'm a Patriots fan. We're not doing we're not doing so hot this year either you know but it's it's really hard to in, enjoy an NFC East game
3: right now the Washington I mean they just got the win against the Steelers which was impressive and they've been playing much better their defense is really good and then the Giants they've won four in a row they're getting Danny Dimes back today as well so right now the two teams that everybody thought were going to be fighting for the division the Cowboys and the Eagles are at the bottom of the division and are in disarray and you got questions about both of the head coaches' futures going forward. And the two teams that you were expected to be at the bottom of the division, the Giants and Washington, they're fighting for the division. And those are your leaders right now at five and seven to see who's going to make it to the playoffs. Again, Washington, they looked great against the Steelers. I think oh, yeah. everybody kind of felt that the Steelers are one of the flukiest 11-0 teams that ever has Man, been in the league. I, I,
4: I think, and I think, honestly, I think that's a slap in the face to Pittsburgh. i'll just be real I, i really do like it's hard to go uh anything over 10 and you know 10 and whatever like it's it's difficult to do that and the truth is man the steelers when when they're out there like call it fluky wins but when they when they beat a team they you know the browns they beat them down 38 7 the browns are a good team uh but i don't care how much you're winning by i just care that you're that you're winning at the end of the day. It's true. And 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 honestly like they didn't look good in the Washington game. Let's just be real. They didn't they didn't look good. They didn't look good in in the Ravens game. And that was uh even their head coach was like, "Man, this we, Tomlin's like we didn't look good. We sucked." Don't suck. How can we change this by not sucking? You know, that's basically calling out his entire team saying, "Man, y'all need to fix this as as, as good as we are and as as talented as that team is right now, people still disrespect them. And honestly, I think the, 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 I don't think Steelers are going to win the championship. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. However, I think they are going to, you know, continue to kind of run the board until they get, um, until the playoffs. And from there, like, I, honestly, I'm looking at a team like the Bills. You know, uh, they they can be scary at points because you still don't know what you're going to get from Josh Allen all the way. I think we know. He's who, been looking
3: good. I think, though, and I think
4: we know who Ben Roethlisberger is, right? We have a we, we've been watching him for a decade and a half. Yeah, I think We're, we got a sample. We got a that. we got a pretty good idea of who Ben Roethlisberger is as, as a player. We're really still trying to figure out Josh Allen, though.
3: But it looks like he's looks like he's like moved into that
4: top ten. Uh, category yeah, of, of he's, quarterbacks
3: he's in the mvp conversation i don't think he's going to win it but i no. mean he's definitely been playing like that
4: well who 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 should win it because remember six f- five weeks ago six weeks ago it was russell wilson's award to lose
3: for sure this was a thought i was having earlier this week i was like i don't think you can say russell wilson's the favorite anymore i i, I honestly think you got to give it to patrick mahomes at this point uh, I, it, it would for
4: me it would be uh, mahomes or it would be aaron Rodgers.
3: yeah like those would be the two guys that
4: would be on the list for me as far as uh, it, and mind you, we'd have to look at the running backs and everything like that, because running backs I don't think get enough consideration no, for I mean, most valuable. It's player. definitely
3: turned into an uh a quarterback, quarterback it's, award. It's, it's, it's
4: the it's the Heisman. You know, the Heisman, remember when uh well I don't know, has it, there hasn't been a receiver to win the Heisman, has there?
3: Oh god, I, I feel don't like think there's so. been at least one. Has there? I mean, yeah, it's space in me. I know that Larry was there, Larry, Larry was there, he was he, there. T O uh,
4: but um Randy Moss was there, didn't win. You know, I don't, I don't know. And text police, please let us know, a two five zero ten eighty. If yeah, I, Desmond I Howard, Desmond, but he was a returner though. I mean, receiver. He, but he did based on on, on being a returner. You Tim know, Tim Brown. Okay, Tim Brown. Yeah, yes. I mean, yes. there you go. Tim Brown was <laughs> Tim Brown was pretty was pretty damn good. But I just feel like there needs to be more consideration for running backs and receivers and tight ends and stuff like that for. Uh, for MVP, like yeah, just
3: in the NFL, it's it's gone towards this way for a while. Unless you have like an Adrian Peterson type year. Yeah,
4: where, yeah. You, where I, it's, who, it's just
3: clear as day. It's like, all right, this team isn't doing jack without yeah. this. the guy.
4: last running back to win the MVP. Was it uh, Sean Alexander?
3: It might have been a Damien Tomlinson might have been AP two? during his 2000 yard yeah. season. Like
4: again, the list is short. And for a, as many great running backs as we've had that have really changed the the fortunes of a team like. Look at how good Zeke was his first you know, three years with the Cowboys. Like, for him to never be at the, in that conversation is weird to me.
3: Yeah, within uh, the last, you know, 15 years or so, you had Adrian Peterson, 2012. He won it. LaDainian Tomlinson, 2006. He won it then. Um, yeah, I'd give it to Mahomes at this point.
4: Yeah, I, I think mean, Mahomes
3: is – he's, he's – he's, yeah. He's, it's like
4: watching It's been most consistent Kobe. throughout the
3: year. And then it's, you want to talk about these last five weeks where it's like, oh, Russell hasn't really been himself. Mahomes has thrown for 300 yards each game the last five it's, weeks. It's so crazy. It's like he makes it look so easy
4: and effortless. Yep. Like everything that – I saw this workout that he was doing, I'm sure everybody did, when he's just going through, like, you know, different ways to throw the ball. And he's kind of – I want to say he's doing it for about 20 yards going forward. And he's side to sidearm, you know, yeah. up top, down low, just practicing all these different ways to deliver the ball. And it's like, man, like who who does that? And then gets to the game, I'm, I, he's going to do a behind-the-back pass one day. He's going to. It, <laughs> I, I, I almost guarantee he's going to do a behind-the-back pass, and it's going to go for 30 yards or, or a touchdown. Uh, and it's going to be amazing. I I can almost guarantee
3: that he does that. Oh, you're saying like air yards, 30, no, 40 yeah, yards seriously, in like, the air? You know how, how we would do
4: if I throw the ball to you behind you? Yeah. I guarantee he's going to do it. I was that. thinking
3: more of like kind of like a shovel pass length. You know, oh, no, like it's going to be idea. something like
4: that. It's going to be like uh, some type of misdirection or, or, you know, like some type of uh, wide receiver sweep, and he's just going to perfect spiral behind his back. <laughs> and the play is, is going to go for 30 yards, I promise.
3: I, I was envisioning like a in-the-air 30 yards, like that a deep ball. That wouldn't surprise me either that wouldn't surprise Uh, me either well we started the segment with a trash quarterback and ended up with the one that's likely win the mvp good all-around nfl segment there we go
4: that's how we it's called progression i love it
3: yes so we got to some players right there but there as the season gets closer to the end this is when we start getting reports of coaches being on the hot seat which ones are going to go and we're going to talk about uh four different ones reports from ian about four different coaches around the league that are on the hot seat, could be done, could be seen another season. So we will get to that next, right here on Sports Sunday with Rashad and Joe on 1080. But first, Sports Center update.
2: Now, now, from the fan sports desk, a Sports Center update on 1080, The Fan.
3: First on the fan in the Pac-12, the Oregon State Beavers with a heartbreaking loss to Stanford last night by the score of 27 to 24. The Beavers were driving down the field at the end of the fourth quarter when quarterback Chance Nolan fumbled on the 16-yard line, sealing the win for Stanford. The Beavers, well, they did finish the season 2-4. and That was about until 45 minutes to an hour ago when the Pac-12 announced that there would be another week of football. Oregon State is going to play arizona state next weekend that's going to be a 7:30 kickoff on espn oregon they had their game canceled against washington earlier this week and because of that cancellation washington is your pac-12 north champion they are going to face uh, usc in the pac-12 championship on friday and with all these other pac-12 games scheduled all of them are south versus north opponents so None of the games are going to affect the standings in that regard. In Oregon, they will have one more game. They're going to take on Colorado at 6 o'clock. That game going to be played at USC, though. That one going to be at USC. You can catch it on FS1 or, of course, right here on 1080. The Fan. In the NFL, the Eagles, they are going to start rookie quarterback Jalen Hurts against the Saints today. Chris Mortensen reporting that players and team sources believe he will be the starter for the remainder of the season. Adam Schefter reporting that all games today have been given the green light after today's round of testing. Some NFL coaches potentially on the hook at the end of the season, according to Ian Rappaport. Matt Nagy of the Bears and their general manager Ryan Pace, their futures in Chicago are uncertain amid a six-game losing streak. The Chargers reportedly have tremendous respect for Anthony Lynn, want to evaluate everything once the season ends, and despite a tumultuous 3-9 season for Mike McCarthy, the Cowboys head coach is reportedly safe from being fired, but changes on the defensive side of the ball could be imminent. More sports scores and stories in 30 minutes. I'm Joe Fisher from the Tip 1080 The Fan Sports Desk,
2: Portland Sports Leader. It's The Fan on FM. Go to 99.5 FM HD2 and enjoy high def 1080 The Fan.
5: When you got to have Christmas music, listen to 97.1 Charlie FM this holiday season. Charlie's got the good stuff.
3: 97.1 Charlie FM,
2: Portland's fun Christmas music station. The Fan 411. Log on to the contest page at tinnitythefan.com for your chance to win a $50 Red Tail Golf gift card. Get the perfect holiday gift for the golf lovers in your family so they can tee it up in the new year. Red Tail Golf Center storewide holiday sale going on now with up to 50% off all your holiday golfing needs plus a 10% bonus on gift cards. Red Tail Golf Center where we guarantee the lowest holiday prices. Log on to tinnitythefan.com and enter to win now.
5: That's the Fan
1: 411. It's the one area of your home that typically goes unnoticed. The dirt crawl space under your home can be unhealthy for your family. It's a breeding ground for mold and critters, affecting your home's air quality. Let the experts at John's Waterproofing transform your crawl space into a clean, dry space, making your entire home healthier. Schedule a free inspection and estimate at pdxbasements.com or call 503-461-9167. That's pdxbasements.com. John's Waterproofing, keeping homes dry and healthy since 1974. pdxbasements.com. Guide Dog for the Blind's recent virtual holiday celebration lifted a lot of spirits with its canine cuteness. If you missed the fun, we recorded the event just for you. So you can still watch inspiring stories of human canine teams from across the nation and help support Guide Dogs for the Blind's life-changing mission. Teamwork has never been more important than in 2020. So visit GuideDogs.com and harness a little holiday happiness.
4: Tony Spezza here with AAA Heating and Cooling. Do you know that this time of year is the best time of year to buy an air conditioner? Our deals are as outrageous as our radio spots. If you use AAA Heating and Cooling, all your
2: wildest dreams will come true. Vote for Pedro. Visit AAA Heating and Cooling at aaaiaq.com. CCB number 222. What do you say? AAA AAA Heating and Cooling. Get your vehicle winter ready at Battery Exchange online at BatteryExchange.com. Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Half hour left and right on cue, Rashad, our
3: MVP favorite, throws a pick.
4: I mean, that couldn't have came at a uh, at a better time. The timing was crazy.
3: Oh my god! Timing
4: was crazy. Brady just threw it over. Godwin's head, um, wide like.
3: open in the middle of the field. Dude, that's the second time we've come back from this show and seen Brady completely miss a receiver. He's... Uh, I like,
4: love Tom Brady. He's one of my all-time favorite players, obviously. Um, he, Randy Moss, are probably my two favorite football players um, of all time. That said, man, for the past three or four years, Brady hasn't been sharp. And we give him a lot of
3: credit because... He won some Super Bowls. He's won a lot
4: of Super Bowls, and you know, but Brett Favre towards the end of his career, you know, the Minnesota Brett Favre and the Jets Brett Favre.
3: And the taking dong picks Brett Favre. Yeah, that guy, he wasn't great <laughs> at the end of, at the end of his career.
4: Yeah. Brett Favre had his moments during his career that was like, Yeah, that was a stupid pass.
3: Yeah, this isn't good, Rashad, when you're missing wide open receivers, no. literally wide open. Oh, right any, over their head like there wasn't anybody near him. That's and you know who else played like this on his exit? Peyton Manning. You
4: know, and really, we, we blamed it on the fingers and the you know the the neck not being able to grip the ball the way he was supposed to. So a lot of the balls just kind of you know fluttered in the air and stuff like that. Like I I just Brady's just old, and it's it's cool to grow old. There's nothing wrong with it, and it's <laughs> not seriously. There's nothing wrong with it. Listen, I got grays in my beard and my hair. Like it's it is what it is. You know, at this point, and Brady is just he's not a spring chicken anymore, and it's okay to just retire. And step away you know and say like man i've had a great you've had the best literally had the best football career of any football player in on the history of football it's yeah seriously like who else has six rings no one father Belichick, time though is undefeated undefeated and so just you know ride off into the sunset and don't kind of ruin your legacy because something like this with the tampa bay buccaneers for another year this could ruin brady's legacy
3: I don't know if it's not going to ruin. It won't ruin it. Like I mean, I mean, unless he goes like two and fourteen. But you know how we talk year, about Jordan
4: as a wizard. That's yeah. how we'll talk about Brady.
3: Yeah, it's definitely going to be like that for sure. Um, before we end up this show, let's talk about some coaching changes let's real quick um, because we got four different reports this morning. We talked about uh, Jalen Hurts and Carson Wentz last segment. Well, Doug Peterson could be on the hook there because of Wentz's regression. Reports from Adam Schefter saying that because of Wentz playing like absolute dog crap that uh he uh, could be on his way out Doug Peterson and they might I mean they might just have to find someone new to run the offense and maybe get some life out of Carson Wentz and cuz I feel like with the amount of money they have with him tied up that you know depending on what Jalen Hurts does this year you got to play him at least one more year and start him and see if you can get him back to what he was back in 2017 Eighteen, whatever year it was that he had the MVP season before he got injured, Um, so Doug Peterson could be on his way out because of this whole Carson Wentz regression.
4: Uh, He could, and that's usually the way it works. To to be honest, it's you know we talked about Carson Wentz's uh, contract. You know that's that's sixty million. You know if uh, against them if they decide to cut him, so
3: that's like NBA money.
4: Yeah, there's there's nothing there's as a franchise you feel like your hands are tied because you don't want to just give away that money. And to be honest, it's much easier to fire a coach than it is to fire a, a a high paid player. It's true. You know, to be honest, I can find another coach or find someone else that speaks the language. Like it's hard to find a suitor to take somebody who hasn't played well for the past couple years and whose price tag is, is that steep? Like, I mean, I think there's a lot of franchises that are going to look at that and say, yeah, because, because what you say about, we keep talking about this, what you say about Wentz, a Super Bowl winning quarterback, Carson Wentz. Unfortunately, that's the way you have to address him because he was t- technically on the roster you know so and let's be
3: real too that eagles team if they have nick fultz as the starter for the entire season oh no. they're not having that record they're Probably not going not. to the super bowl and, and, so
4: and that's where and that's the rub there because we're not going to the
3: playoffs at least and I,
4: I think that's the rub there if you're if you're carson wince like you I got not have you a super there. bowl without me yeah like, i got you there remember, you finished the job weren't they like 11 and 0 when he got hurt or something like that weren't uh, they something stupid uh, they like, weren't
3: undefeated they were they, they, they were a, undefeated a, but they were close it to, was a great season they might have been like 9 and 2 or 10 and 1 11 and 2 something like that doesn't happen if nick
4: Foles is their starter for the entire year no you know and so if that's the rub so you can honestly say that to the franchise like man i i got you there and then you look around and some of those impact players especially on the defensive end and some of those guys on the offensive end those the garrett blunts you know he's not around chris long you know like somebody that came in and kind of provided like you know, instant culture for you, right, man? They're gone. Yeah,
3: 2017,
4: you know? 11 and two was their record. Eleven and two at that point, which is an awesome Again, you get yeah. to be eleven and anything, that means you're a hell of a team at that point. And Carson Wentz was the catalyst for that. He was the person that was, you know, the the face of the franchise for them at that point. So he can always point to that and say, "Man, you don't have a Super Bowl if it's not for me." Right. If we're gonna be, if we're gonna be real. Yeah. However, you know, Nick Foles says the same thing. Man, these last six games, seven games. That was me. Yeah. You know, that was
3: that was me that had to do that. So and you want to talk about being high paid. I yeah. mean that's the reason why he's getting the money I mean, he is. And from the Chicago. thing about it is
4: like we've seen Nick Foles do that before. Do you remember that his his was it first or second year under Chip Kelly? And he I think he threw like he like 28 touchdowns and like Two four picks, picks something, yeah, something stupid like that. Right, right. So you saw that he could play. You right. saw that there was, you know, some type of upside there. And I think they had to do the right thing. But now times have changed, the roster has changed. Alshon Jeffrey doesn't look like the same guy that he was, you know, a couple years ago. They don't really have a great core of of receivers. Of Mike, San- uh, Miles Sanders is a as an as an okay running back, you know. Boston Scott, they there, there's nothing special, you know, about either yeah. of those guys. And so, I think the team is in a a bit of disarray. I don't think that's all Carson Wentz's fault, but I think that's the easiest change you can make that to see the quickest turnaround. Yep. Like, you can put a new DN in the game, nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to give an ass. Culture you know? change, man. Absolutely. And so I think somebody like Jalen Hurts can really, you know, change that culture. It's a brand-new face. It's a brand-new voice. You know, it's somebody new to lead. Why not? So, But I, I think you should give Doug Peterson at least another year. You, This is a quarterback that, you know, he might be able to win with. man, Give him another year and see what he can do.
3: Going from uh, Carson Wentz to Nick Foles and his team, the Chicago Bears, Reports say that Matt Nagy and the general manager, Ryan Pace, they could be on their way out as well. Now, the Bears are looking good today against Houston. They just scored a touchdown. They're up 14-0 now on the Texans. Trubisky at quarterback for them today. But looking at Matt Nagy from that season, uh, 2018, when they went to the playoffs with a 12-4 record, won their division, 12-4 the first year, 8-8 last season, and right now they are 5-7, and six straight losses for the Bears as well. And when you think about that first season that they had with Trubisky and when they went 12 and four, it was a lot of um, not trickery, but a lot of misdirection, a lot of movement in the offense after the snap, motioning guys, jet sweeps, have this guy go this way. We're going the other. Um, and when it's the first year of that, not a lot of film, you Looks can like there eat- was some
4: wildcat narrative at a point. <laughs> Maybe.
3: Yeah. Who knows? But you can get away with that stuff because you don't have any film. Players haven't seen it, so they aren't adjusting to it as much. Well, you have regressed every year since then. Um, you know what? You, you shouldn't have fired Mark Helfrich. Look what happened when they've uh, Man, Mark That's Helfrich something that a, you don't hear people say shouldn't have fired Mark Helfrich. Hey, they were 12 and four when he was were. the offensive coordinator. They and were. now since he's gone eight and eight and now five and seven. But um, yeah, that's one report is that the bears might be looking on for Matt Nagy. If they don't finish the season strong there,
4: the bears are one of those franchises that they, they, I think they deserve an opportunity to compete. You know, we, we talk a lot about the Browns being like kind of the bottom feeder of, um, the, of the NFL, but really the Bears have been right there with them for a long time. Really, since Rex Grossman, sexy Rexy, took them to the to the Super Bowl, like they've they've been a, a bottom feeder. Of they
3: had the year with Jay Cutler, I believe, where it, I think it was the either the championship conference championship, mm-hmm. where yeah. he didn't he kind of gave up. The yeah, it was
4: on the, on the sideline on the bike. Yeah, we, we remember that. But the Bears have just they've never had. I don't think the Bears have they've ever never had, had a consistency quarterback.
3: consistency at quarterback and in, in their play. They've and never had a guy together multiple seasons of playing well.
4: I don't think they've ever had a top ten guy at quarterback. I don't know if yeah. they've ever had a top ten guy at quarterback at any point, even back to when they were winning championships in '85 and '86. Like I,
3: because yeah, I mean that defense was running things for them Absolutely. with Jim McMahon back there. But even so.
4: even even fast forward when Rex Grossman took him to the uh, Super Bowl, man, that was a Brian Urlacher led defense. Like, that was – that defense it was, was defense, ugly, yeah. you know, at that point. So, like, I think the Bears are just – and they're in the market for a, a a culture change, you know. Like, the, the Detroit has never been good. Right. So, we just going to assume that Detroit is always going <laughs> to suck every year. The Bears, however – Yeah, they're looking for a new head coach, too. Yeah, they and they should be. Matt Patricia is not a good coach. His stupid beard, his backwards hat. <laughs> his nothing, pencil. Nothing about him says, yeah, who's using a pencil right now? Like, what are you doing? Like – you know, like with all this technology here, and you—you you seriously got a pencil. That shows how behind you are, you know, in the time. No, I get it shows making adjustments. how smart he is. I, I get making adjustments and and all those type of things, but you know, not everybody is Belichick. So, and also, Matt Patricia goes to show how great of a coach Bill Belichick is.
3: Yeah, I mean, the only one coming from the Belichick coaching tree that's making a name for himself right now is Brian Flores in Miami. That's it. Yeah. That's it.
4: But everybody else just kind of crashes and burns for sure after they leave the Belichick tree, tree of coaching.
3: All right, two more real quick before we end this. Uh, apparently, the Chargers they still want Anthony Lynn to finish out the season because they have quote unquote tremendous respect for him. Uh, he compared his team to America after Pearl Harbor this week, saying that uh, when you know Pearl Harbor happened, uh, America sure was down, but they weren't out. That's kind of like what we are right now. So.
4: Compared yourself to Pearl Harbor, huh?
3: Yeah, wasn't that? <laughs> I mean, I get the comparison. I just don't think it's uh, you know, cool, man. Comparing yeah. your football team to a national travesty. I mean, yeah. I would have gone a different route. But yeah, hey, that's that's not you know. Got to find motivation
4: somehow. You know, but I don't know. Coaching <laughs> is coaching is such a a, a a difficult thing to judge because at the moment when you hire a coach, there's always that that was a bad hire or that was a good hire, and then you find out that oh, it was it was neither. Yeah. You know, and so I think that's where we are. A lot of this has to be on uh, the players. The coaches can't play for them. You know, unfortunately, they have, they just have to go out there and coach. But finding the right guy to get the right message across, yeah. that's incredibly important. I think the Chargers need to move on from Anthony Lynn. I love Anthony Lynn. And like I said last week, I'm not in a – I don't wanna ever say that any black man, especially in a coaching position or any type of leadership position in football or basketball or whatever, should be fired because there's so few people yeah. in those positions. However, you gotta be good at your job. Yeah. I think that's my big thing. Like at the end of the day, like I don't care, you know, about all that other stuff, man. Are you can you do the job? And right now, Anthony Lynn, uh Nagy, all the Peterson, they don't look like they're good at the job.
3: Well, Eric Bianami. He's uh, African American. Yeah, he's black. He's yes. uh, he's gonna probably find himself a job in the offseason. so he awesome. might be taking one of these guys' with spots. That's awesome. And then last but not least, the fine coaching job of Mike McCarthy. He's probably gonna be around for another season. They might look for a new defensive coordinator. They're winning right now, sixteen nothing. Yeah, against so. the Bengals, who don't have Joe Burrow. So, oh well. Um, but I mean, I'm just I'm in the fence that yeah, this season's been uh, a heap of crap and. Losing Dak after four games didn't help things at all, and clearly he's shown that he's like the life of that team. But firing him after one season, if this happens again next year, then, yeah, Mike McCarthy's on his way out, especially if you got a healthy Dak for the whole year. But one season, new coach, Jerry Jones, he's not going to do that because it's just going to make him look worse. So
4: Jerry doesn't care about looking worse. He does Jerry Jones doesn't care about how he that looks is true. and what we think and all that stuff. He doesn't give a damn about us. That is true. Just
3: saying. He's on his yacht and he's he's chilling. He's he got fine. some
4: shorties with him. Like he's not tripping <laughs> on anything that we're saying negative about the Dallas Cowboys. <sighs> well,
3: yeah. Like you said, Cowboys are winning. I guess that's cool.
4: They'll take it. You know what I'm saying? The Giants are losing.
3: I'm that's just hoping good. that the Cowboys draft Penny Sewell out of Oregon. I I would take that in a heartbeat. If this season, if I had to go through this season to get Panay Sewell at a left tackle, sign me up. Sign me up. Looks like Brady just made a good pass. Finally. All right, we're going to wrap this show up. Sports Sunday, 10 to the fan. Papa Murphy's.
1: We make it. You bake it. Make your betting better. BetQL helps you identify winning bets without having to do the work. Follow the sharp money, track real-time line movement, and get access to the data the sportsbooks don't want you to see. Download the BetQL app or visit betql.com.
5: Being in the Army National Guard is about more than serving your country. It's about being there for your community when your neighbors need you most. The Army National Guard makes college affordable, and serving part-time can help you graduate debt-free. Do you want to stay close to friends and family? The Guard allows you to serve close to home. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard lets you have the life you want. Learn more by visiting NationalGuard.com.
1: Sponsored by the Oregon Army National Guard. Aired by the Oregon Association of Broadcasters and this station. Portland Perks. No one knows garage doors quite like ProLift Garage Doors. When you need any garage door service, ProLift Garage Doors want to be first on your list. Right now, you can get over 40% off garage door and garage door opener tune-up, inspection, and maintenance on PortlandPerks.com.
5: Are you curious about who offers the best deals on top-rated Samsung, LG, and Sony TVs? The answer is surprising. It's not online, and it's not the warehouse clubs. The best deals on top-rated TVs are at video only. Don't believe it? Then check out the trade-in deals at Video Only. How about $500 for your old TV? Try doing that online. Before you buy that new TV, drop into Video Only. If you don't, you'll be sorry.
1: Dell Technologies end-of-year sale is the perfect time to upgrade tech for your business. Save big on the latest computers powered by Intel Core processors for your small business. And don't forget to shop servers, storage, and thousands of top brand electronics, all with free shipping. Call a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech for your business needs at 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL.
2: Most people know that Mr. Clean Magic Eraser removes crayon and scuff marks from walls. But did you know it
3: even cleans tough kitchen and bathroom messes that are sometimes tough to tackle? Just wet, squeeze, and
2: erase gray soap scum on your bathtub. Erase cloudy hard water spots in your shower. Erase burnt-on stovetop messes. So for all your tough
3: kitchen and bathroom messes, try Mr. Clean Magic Eraser.
0: Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean.
2: Football Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Last segment here, wrapping up the show. Thanks for sticking with
3: us. Mike should be back from his boar hunting trip in Alaska next weekend.
4: Is he coming back? I thought he was going to be gone again next week.
3: Actually, we are gone completely next week. Seattle Seahawks, I believe, have a 10 a.m. kick, so we will not be here next weekend. We will return the weekend after so we will talk to you then again. And at that point, NBA basketball will be started back up.
4: Yes, it will, man. Uh, let me ask you this. I know we got to go. This has been a big uh, topic of discussion here uh, lately in Portland. Um, obviously Harry Giles Carmelo, is the future. There we go. <laughs> One game. I'm like, man, listen, it's preseason. Chill. It was Sacramento. There's not. There's a lot to undress there. So it's all good. Um, Carmelo Anthony obviously used to wear number seven as a New York Nick. And I think as we as we think about Melo's career, as long as he was a number fifteen uh, in Denver, I think we all think of him as number seven. You know, that's really where adult
3: Melo. I'm personally a fan of Cornrow number fifteen. I,
4: me too, fifteen Melo was dope. You know, but number seven Melo, he was a, he was a killer too. Like New York, remember last time the Knicks were relevant, Carmelo Anthony was the star of that team. And yeah, he when they are getting
3: was, seven seeds in the East.
4: Oh no, there was a year they were fourth. They were fourth seed. <laughs>
3: okay, you know, right. so
4: yeah, he was. He was he was good for With for a, a while.
3: 48 and 39 record or whatever. It's the fourth seed. but
4: <laughs> um but you know, there's obviously a, a guy from that played for Portland who also wore number 7. No longer plays, but his name was Brandon Roy. You're right. Um Blazer fans have kind of been has been a little bit of a de- debate because obviously
3: Melo wants to wear number 7. Yeah, I think this was on hated or love it uh, last week. I believe I brought now it up. Now it's becoming more of a of an of a
4: topic because Brandon Roy came out and said he would be not he not he would be okay, not that it would be cool, he would be honored if Carmelo Anthony wore the number 7 jersey. Blazer fans, how do you feel about it? I'm like Brandon Roy is my favorite Blazer, possibly all, of all time. Um but I would be okay with this guy Carmelo Anthony wearing that number. Number seven, And we can't do the whole, like, oh, somebody already has it. Isn't, aren't two of the Blazers jerseys, like, retired by, you know, two different people? I'm not sure. Like, I mean, Terry Porter's uh, 30 is up, and then somebody else's 30 is up in, in the Moda Center as well.
3: My God, Drew Locke just got annihilated. Um, just to stick on this, um, I find it funny that there were so many Blazer fans losing their collective S about giving that number up to someone because so one of the Brandon greatest Roy. players of all time and Carmelo Dude, Anthony. There was so many like how dare they even consider this. Well Brandon Roy Need said he would be honored, so what do you have to say? The guy who wore the number said, Yeah, go ahead. I, I am Please, happy that I want.
4: I want you to. I like- am happy that it seems like people have <laughs> remembered how important Brandon Roy was to the Blazers and at least come to his defense to say no.
3: Yes, yes. I do respect that, but when the guy who wore the number himself is now like, yeah, go for it, it's like kind of puts that debate to rest. It's like, oh, okay. It's that Homer Simpson mean of when we slip into the bushes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's basically what that is. Like, okay, I think we're done here. So, uh, yeah, Blazers season going to be starting up here relatively soon. Still got plenty of football left to go. We get another week of Pac-12 football. And we got a few more weeks of NFL football before the playoffs start. So hopefully your playoffs all go good in uh, fantasy football. Everyone, Rashad, thanks for rolling with me. My man. I hope Mike brings back some solid boar meat from his hunt that uh, we all get to enjoy. So, uh, again, thank you all for listening on this Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan.
0: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.